And I'm Celine. And welcome back to another episode at the We Are, we Are podcast. podcast. Yeah, so we're filming online today because my mom has COVID. I'm fine, but yes, precautions, you know? Yeah, just in case. Um, So we basically, we had our gun violence prevention workshop with Colorado Ceasefire, who we've been like campaigning with for a couple weeks now. Um, We had it last Friday on December 1st, so... We're just like super excited and just wanted to talk about some of the things that we shared. So this episode is going to be kind of like a wrap up on our campaign with Colorado Ceasefire, like the biggest things we learned and like how the workshop went. So we're excited to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. And just like to preface this, um, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of tools that we think are super useful that we talked about in our workshop. So if anyone wants to like know about the tools, please DM us or reach out to the Colorado Ceasefire Mm -hmm. to actually host a workshop if you would are interested in like hosting a workshop of your own. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's like a great opportunity. I know they're super like open to working with anyone in Colorado. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So First of all, how would you say, like, the workshop went? What are your thoughts on it? Um, I actually thought it went really well. Um, It kind of went, like, exactly how I thought it would go. We had, like, yeah. a decent amount of people show up um, and, like, from different demographics across the community. And we were able to um, figure out everything. We actually had, like, a little technical difficulty trying to figure out mm-hmm. how to set up the projector in the auditorium we were in. And so it was, like... <clears throat> It was kind of stressful, but we figured it out with the help of yeah. like, one of our really nice janitors, and yeah. she like helped us a lot. And then with that, we were able to like figure that out, and um, we had some people come down from the Colorado Ceasefire to like help us, and their names were Cooper and Joanna, and they were super helpful and like really great with everything. Yeah, it was definitely awesome to like have the help of Colorado Ceasefire. Like they were such an instrumental force in getting us to like do the workshop and just like inspiring us to like take more um <clears throat> like efforts into the cause and stuff. So it was really cool to work with them. And like I agree with Hana. I think the turnout was like it was good and it was definitely what I expected because like there were definitely people there that like were like friends with us or like people we knew. But I think it's good because anyone like including like your friends or like your family can benefit from things like that I think it just goes to show like if you have knowledge about something like sometimes the easiest way you can educate others is by like um helping other people that you are close to you understand things better Mm -hmm, definitely and I was also really grateful that like we had some teachers come to support us Mm -hmm. yeah and I I just think it was really great like the different people that we had there yeah Um, and we also like are super grateful for cooper and joanna because they came like they drove like an hour to come where we are yeah help us present and they also like talked about because they both have personal experience with gun violence so they talked about their experience i think that was super impactful for the audience yeah absolutely and as well yeah i think it was very like inspiring to hear with from them like i think throughout our whole campaign and like focusing on gun violence it's definitely been super inspiring for me to see like people who have personal experiences with it just like use those experiences to like learn from and like want to actually be such an advocate in the cause and want to be so directly involved in prevention of that issue for other people so I think it's really just amazing to see how many people at color to ceasefire or other organizations like 
took up the cause because of their experiences with it and how like they were inspired to do something so they're inspiring other people as well yeah definitely I think it's I think it's yeah like exactly what you said super inspiring and I'm just like super grateful for Colorado Ceasefire because of like not only helping us do the workshop but also like the connections they gave us like yeah they connected us to a bunch of like really interesting senators and advocates to interview and I think it was just so like amazing to gain those perspectives from like people who have experienced gun violence firsthand Mm -hmm. and there was just so much like insight that we got from it yeah absolutely I agree and I think it was definitely like a really cool experience to be able to like share what we've learned because I can say that I've definitely like learned so much about this campaign like I definitely had like a basis of knowledge about gun violence like before starting this campaign and stuff and I knew a little bit but there's so much that I wasn't aware of there's so many different caveats there's so much still to learn um but I think that's like so important is that it's such a continuous learning process you're always going to be learning stuff from people around you and if you really want to make a difference in a cause it's important to recognize that there's so much for you to learn and to teach others so I think it was really cool to get that opportunity to learn from so many people that we interviewed and then be able to like share the knowledge of what we had learned through those interviews with like everyone else so that was really cool yeah I definitely agree I I like I get I I think it really did change me like it kind of sounds kind of stupid to say that but like it did change me like the perspective shift and honestly like I think just listening to those people's stories forced me to kind of see the bigger picture and like I think like something like we were actually talking about this right before we filmed this episode but something that like I've kind of like that's kind of been a theme in my life this year is just like to think about the bigger picture and like sometimes your issues seem so big but like it's not that deep which is like kind of sounds passive aggressive but what it means is like while your issues are valid and like while what you're experiencing is valid think of like the bigger picture and think of like Mm -hmm. it in the long run and like little things aren't going to be the end of the world because there Mm -hmm. are bigger things out there that we need to fight for and advocate for and we need to think think of our hearts and it's like it's very easy to be like super conceded it almost like and like only think about yourself and that's just like how we are as humans like we have a naturally selfish nature but I think like going through this um workshop has really taught me like there is so much more like the world is so big and don't worry about every single mistake you make because there's a bigger picture there and just contributing to that bigger picture can like override any mistakes you've ever made and it's just kind of like putting things in perspective I guess yeah no I absolutely agree and I also think you can learn so much about like yourself in the process and you can gain like more perspective about like what matters the most to you I think when you connect to like large causes that affect every single person in the country um I think that just like helps you gain perspective and just like be able to like step back and be like okay like look at this I can make a difference and realize like what's most important in your life like who are the most important people in your life? I think you can learn, like, so much about, like, yourself in the process as well. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely something that I think is worthwhile because not only does it allow you to, like, understand something that's so prevalent in our lives today, but it also is just, like, it, it allows for a lot of personal growth, I think, because you just are able to understand and empathize with other people and you start to understand, like, there is a bigger picture that you can mm-hmm. be a part of and, like, help make a difference. And honestly, like, it sounds like a weird connection, but, like, it does allow you to give more grace for yourself because you realize, like, everything you do is not that important in the big scheme of things. Like, yeah. I think we tend to fixate on, like, 
our mistakes, our appearances, our things, but there are things going on in the world that are so much bigger. And at the end of the day, everyone cares about themselves. So no one's really like psychoanalyzing you. Like no one's critically watching you. No one's being like super critical of you because we're all paying attention to ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I think if you can be like, you know, change that mindset and instead focus your energy on being a part of something that affects us all, then it has a wider impact and it actually Mm -hmm. makes like, more of a benefit than you know just hyper fixating on little things definitely I agree with that and I think like at the end of the day the most important thing is doing something that's fulfilling for you like there's so many different Mm -hmm. external factors and so many things that we worry about on a daily basis but at the end of the day if you're doing your best and you're trying to make a difference and you're focusing on the bigger picture and like what you can do that's going to be more important than like anything else really like anyone else can think what they want about you but like it's important to just gain perspective and be like okay this is one of the most important things in my life and I'm putting my time and energy into this and that deserves to be recognized and like I guess like that's one of the most impactful things I'm doing so like it's going to be more important than like maybe like preconceived notions people have about me or something like that so I think like when you connect to a bigger cause it can definitely like help you gain more confidence too which uh, yeah like as Ahana was saying like some of these are like weird connections that you wouldn't think of but I think it like allows you to look at like what are the most important things in your life and like what are the most important things you're doing yeah and like just like an example of this like from the workshop exactly it's like um, when we were setting it up, we couldn't get the audio to work. And, like, while we figured out how to put the presentation on, we, like, could not get the audio to work. And I think, like, we were both kind of freaking out a little bit. And mm-hmm. we were like, oh, my gosh, this is going to ruin the whole experience. Mm-hmm. But when we take a step back and we look at it from the bigger picture, the audio is such a small thing because we had, like, one mm-hmm. video on the presentation that had audio. And yeah. The bigger picture was that we like took the initiative and we did the workshop and we made a presentation and the Colorado people from this yeah. helped us. And at the end of the day, no one's going to remember that the audio wasn't working. They're going to remember like the impact from what they learned and like the things that they learned from the gun violence yeah. workshop. So, like, I think today, like, we actually did an essay about this, and I feel like, Uh about, like, perfectionism, and I think today, like, perfectionism is so promoted by media, but at the end of the day, you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be enough to get the point across, and that is, like, looking at the bigger picture, not looking at the little details, and it's hard for me, like, me personally, because I tend to, like, fixate on little things, like, I know Celine can attest, like, we were writing down, like, group norms for the workshop, and I was being really annoying about, like, the writing, because I was like, oh my gosh, no, the font has to be this, and it has to be this big, and it's just, like, it's, in the end of the day, no one's gonna care about the font, like, it is about what the information you're putting across, the effort you put into it, the passion that you show, it's not Mm -hmm. about the font, and, like, I think we all need to remind ourselves that it's not that deep, and you you just have to think about, like, the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. It's not it, – the little things are never going to matter that much. Yeah, no, that's actually a great point. And I think, like, honestly, like, at least 90% of the process is wanting to do it. Like, if you have the desire and you have the resources and you have the good intentions and you really want to be involved in the cause, you're already, like, 90% there. I feel like the other 10% is just, like, the execution and those other details that, like, Ahana was talking about, which are honestly way less important than like your resolve and your passion like if you have a lot of passion for an issue and if you really want to make a difference and you want to keep learning and it's something you really care about people are going to see that way more than they're going to see like your mistakes so if you're scared about like doing anything like oh talking in front of an audience or like 
um doing something that you've never done before like I know for Han and I like we hadn't done something like this before so like I was a little nervous but like at the end of the night I realized that like no one's gonna be fixating on like the little thing that you said or didn't say like it's really about what you're putting across and the fact that like you're putting yourself out there and people will pay attention to that more than anything else and I think like something that's really amazing that comes out of this is just like inspiring other people like with like Joanna and Cooper like them just like getting up there and talking was just inspiring I think to me and to everyone in the room so like that power alone is more important than how you say something or like the way it's executed it's really about like the words themselves and the message yeah definitely I think that's something so important to like realize because like social media everyone's posting the best parts of their life and like how perfect they are and like you don't really see the behind the scenes so like nowadays everyone wants to be perfect and like do everything perfectly but the only person that really like cares about that and pays attention to like those little things is you yourself and like I I like to me like my personality is very much like like (laughs) if something goes wrong I'm kind of like oh end of the world like this is Mm -hmm. gonna this is gonna determine the course of my life this is like, this is it. This is it for me. But in reality, like, that is not true. Like, something will, things will go wrong. Like, you don't have success without failure. And there's going to be, like, mm-hmm. times where things will come up. But if you're looking at the bigger picture, it's not about how you say things or how you're doing. It's about, it's about, like, how you get there and the effort you put across. And even if it doesn't turn out exactly how you think it will be, it's, it turned out in some way. It changed mm-hmm. something. It, like, it's still it effort and eventually you'll figure it out and it, maybe it won't be perfect ever but it will be something impactful and it's it's honestly just like getting over that fear that yeah absolutely and I think like a lot of the time we'll think like oh it's just like a waste of time if no one shows up or if like no one um if I don't say things the, things the right way it's like a waste of time but it's never a waste of time if you're investing your own time and resources into like literally learning stuff about a cause and teaching others so even if you're not able to teach others you yourself like learning about those things is going to be impactful and it's going to help you like gain perspective and be able to like inspire other people so like even if there is no one else to teach right like even if no one showed up or something I would still say it was definitely a worthwhile experience because of what I've learned and because of like the messages that I've gained from people so I think it's really like so much about the process too and like what you learn from the cause and like about yourself in the process is really important yeah definitely I I I also think that like like you said even if people don't show up or even if one person shows up you're still Mm -hmm. like changing the views the perception and like the mindset of that one person and it's like one person doesn't matter in the big picture like we've been talking about the big picture and you're probably thinking like oh the big picture like one person's not going to matter but it is a domino effect because if you empower that one person that one person's going to empower another person that other person's going to empower another person and it's just like it's a continuous cycle yeah. of like empowerment that eventually will lead to change so like yeah you know we had people show up but it wasn't like we didn't have like hundreds of people show up and people will be like there's millions of people in the US there's billions of people in the world like how is like 
40 people showing up to your event how will that make a difference but it makes mm-hmm. a difference for the people that showed up and it's going to make a difference in the community that we're in it's going to make a difference yeah. for the lives of the people and now yeah. they're going to start talking about it more and that's just going to create a bigger effect mm-hmm. so it does have an impact yeah even if you start and, off small. yeah and also like the thing is that like when that one person who came learns something like maybe they learn about an erpo or like which is like a red flag law and they didn't know how to access it before if they learn about that and they didn't know about that and they now can access that and they use that they could literally save someone's life because of the education you provided to just that one person yeah so how like educating just one person can save an entire human life which of course is always going to be worthwhile so yeah definitely yeah and I think like just in this first half like we just want to stress the importance of taking action and the importance of not worrying about every minor detail like obviously Mm -hmm. you want to put your best foot forward but at the end of the day like nothing will be perfect nothing's gonna work yeah. exactly how you think it is and that's just the reality like in your life nothing will ever work out how perfectly you think it will and oftentimes mm-hmm. if something's working out perfectly something's bound to go wrong like that's just how yeah. it is and making the best out of it looking at the bigger picture and thinking about the impact rather than like the nitpicks of the process will really get you far and like change mm-hmm. a lot of lives yeah definitely yeah well, that being said, um, that was a great first half. Let's mm-hmm. in the second half we're gonna talk more like about the details of the workshop and yeah, I guess just how you can get involved. So yeah, so thank you for listening. Stay tuned. Bye. Come back from the break. Hello, welcome right. back. Yeah. So in this half, we're just gonna talk about a little bit about like what the workshop looks like. So mm-hmm. um, just to start, like we said, the setup for the workshops are actually pretty, like, chill, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think the main issue, as Ahana was saying, was just the projector. But, like, there really aren't a lot of materials required. Like, Ceasefire provided a lot of them. Um, and they provided, like, the presentation. We just had to, like, go through it and make sure we were comfortable talking about all that stuff. Um, so it was mainly just, like, about, like, the content that was the biggest thing. Yeah, definitely. And I also think, like, um, the ceasefire, like, if you are in Colorado, they do provide a lot of things for the workshop. So, like, for example, um, we wanted to, like, have a snack there just because, like, that attracts more people and, you know, people will be there, like, kind of late at night and we wanted them to have something to eat on. Mm-hmm. So the ceasefire actually, like, ordered, like, 10 pizzas for us to yeah. get delivered and workshop, which was great. Um, And they also, like, brought brochures and candy and they bought like mm-hmm. safe storage gun locks um for people with guns that like wanted to store their guns better they also brought like buttons i know that i saw like a really cool button yeah took, um and they just brought mm-hmm. like a lot of resources so it's honestly not too much for like the person hosting yeah definitely and basically like how it worked was we just had like a set time frame like ours was two hours but you can also like tweak the time and do longer or shorter or really like whatever works best for you so um ours was from like five to seven and um we had people start coming in at like five like five ten and then we started like a couple minutes after that um Mm -hmm. and basically we just started off like with an introduction like thanking everyone for coming and then um 
we got into like the section where people talked about how like gun violence impacted them personally um and I thought that was like really an interesting part of it just because it was like so many people from so many like diverse backgrounds who like are totally different um ages and totally different just like people all shared like common experiences with gun violence and all were impacted by it in some way yeah that's definitely a great point I think like it was super cool just to see the connections among people and like people when they started to get comfortable talking about like their great aunts and their sisters sons and their nieces and nephews like just everyone it's just like cool to see like all the interconnection yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like a great part. So then after that, we went into in like um a little uh presentation, I guess, about like how mm-hmm. media portrays gun violence. And so there we kind of talked about like what media sort of normalizes gun violence, how it is portrayed, how relationships use guns and violence and how like domestic violence and gun violence are kind of intertwined in media mm-hmm. and in real life. And then we just kind of had, like, an open discussion about, like, how media really shows gun violence and how people yeah. perceive it. Yeah, that was definitely an interesting thing, too. I think, like, I learned a lot about, like, the desensitization to, like, gun violence, which was something that, like, I've definitely experienced. Like, just being like, oh, like, it's normal. Like, this happens every day. Like, yes, that's true, but it shouldn't be true. And we shouldn't be less shocked about the fact that it happens every day just because it is happening every day. Like, we should still be like, wow, that's crazy and that shouldn't be happening. But I think because it's so common, like, everywhere, also in media, like, we're seeing it and we're becoming desensitized to it. Um, It's so normalized that we just, like, don't view it as as big of an issue as it is so I think we need to start taking it definitely like more seriously and being more mindful about the content that is pushed out through media because that can influence everyone uh, predominantly young people who are the ones who are going to have the most impressionable views on the world yeah I I think that's definitely an important thing to note um and I I think we had a great conversation in that in our workshop Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that, I think we played a Kahoot, right? Yes. So after yeah. that, um, we did the Kahoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kahoot was really fun. So this was like something that me and Celine sort of tweaked for like um, for our workshop. And again, like the Colorado Ceasefire is super flexible and they kind of allow you to adjust like the different parts that you want. Mm-hmm. And so me and Celine decided that it would be such a fun thing to like instead of doing the activity that they typically do we decided to create a workshop so basically or kahoot (laughs) so basically Mm -hmm. we just created like we got on facetime we made a 20 question kahoot um and it was really fun for everyone to join and like how we did it was we basically like ran the question sort of talked in about the winners and like sort of teased Mm -hmm. the people who got it wrong and then we had like a little bit of a deeper discussion on the question at hand Mm -hmm. and we talked like about the importance of the question and maybe some background and a lot of the questions that we used were like some statistics that were kind of jarring like I think Mm -hmm. one of them was like how many students have been directly impacted mm-hmm. by gun violence at schools since Columbine and the answer was like about 400,000 and mm-hmm. everyone was like that is an insane amount so they paid yeah. like 2,000 or something and it was just kind mm-hmm. of really good to put things into perspective for people like between perception and reality. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I think that was a good um way to like address misconceptions and be able to like talk about like certain things that maybe people don't know about like certain laws. Um, Yeah, so that was I had fun with that. Um, And then, like, after that, 
we went into like basically like the our big presentation which was like Calder ceasefire had provided this slideshow and um it was mainly about like safe storage and erpos so like um cooper who was one of the guest speakers from Calder ceasefire that came in to talk um he went over like the safe storage section and like how you can be storing your gun like safely and i think that definitely brought up like a really good point that i've heard from so many gun violence advocates which is that this isn't a political issue it's not about whether we should have guns or not it's about how we can safely have these in society while reducing violence Mm -hmm. um so that's why safe storage is so important it's not about taking them away it's about using them safely and effectively and responsibly so we he went over like cable locks and stuff like that and certain measures you can take like putting passwords on he compared like the passwords you would put on a gun to like a password to your computer which i thought was like a really good analogy because it's like if we protect our information that we store on our computer why wouldn't we protect like a deadly weapon that we own so yeah definitely and i think going along with, with what you're saying about like it's not a matter of guns it's a matter of responsibility i think that's super yeah. powerful because actually one of the spokespersons from the Colorado ceasefire joanna is was a victim of domestic violence so she actually keeps guns in her house and you i mean i think a lot of people were kind of surprised at that fact because mm-hmm. she's like one of the spokespersons for the biggest like anti-gun violence or nonprofit organizations in the state and even like in the country honestly but i think it's honestly like important because that goes to show yeah. like we're not really necessarily saying like guns need to be banned what we're saying is that people with guns need to be responsible with them and we need to be more responsible with the way that we give guns out the way that we handle guns the way that we view guns and the way that we protect ourselves from guns yeah no i absolutely agree and i'm like really glad that they brought that up during safe storage because i think it's such like a polarizing issue nowadays mom we're filming oh my god <laughs> okay wait let me okay I'll yeah 20 time. like 27 around 27 wait 26 Okay. Or like twenty six, like fifty, probably. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, and then write down right now. Okay. Wait, what were we at? <laughs> oh, I know what I was talking about. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go. I think it's such a polarizing issue nowadays because it's become so political. And like a big thing that I've definitely learned from this is that it's not about whether you're a Democrat or Republican. It's about um really public health and like valuing human lives and wanting to protect people so um if we focus too much on like this argument over should we have guns at all it's really going to just like take away our focus from what we should be addressing which is the fact that there are certain measures that people are unaware of to safely store there are certain laws that people are aware of that um can really like help prevent loss of life so i think that's really what we need to be focusing on is the legislation and the efforts we can have to prevent lives being lost rather than like an unrealistic view on like taking away all guns or something like that that really just wouldn't make sense and wouldn't be possible yeah definitely um yeah and i think that was just like a great great point to bring up and kind of something that like emphasizes the fact that this is not a political issue it's like a humanity issue like it's it's yeah it's definitely like it's not anyone versus anyone it's just like us versus human or not not us versus humanity humanity versus like 
violence, I guess. Yeah. Which is yeah. always a bad thing. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And then after that, that kind of like concluded our oh wait, no, we went on to ERPOs. Yeah. Which were um a great thing. And I think we've talked about them a lot on our podcast. Basically, ERPOs are extreme risk protection orders, and they're orders that family members, law enforcement, and healthcare administrators can give that will basically take away guns from someone who's at risk of hurting other people or themselves and they can be a really useful tool like there's a lot of um people who have speculated that if erpos have been used correctly or have been used more then a lot of like mass shootings could have been prevented one example of that is a club q shooting a lot of people like suspect predict or kind of speculate I guess that like if ERPOs had been used against this person because he'd had like a history of like doing violent things and maybe he potentially a lot of people alive could have been saved so it's like a very Mm -hmm. important tool to be aware of especially because Colorado has that law passed but doesn't always um use it properly yeah yeah that's a great point and then like another thing that Cooper brought up that I thought was like interesting that I actually didn't know about was that you can file an ERPO through law enforcement so like you don't actually have to be the one to like stand up in court and like file it so like if you want more anonymity within that process you can like have someone with law enforcement file it for you which I think is definitely like puts a lot of people at ease and like makes them more willing to like do something like that yeah definitely um, and I think, like, that basically was the gist of the workshop. If anyone has, like, more questions about mm-hmm. it, please DM us, yes. email us, message us. Our, again, our social media is we are mm-hmm. underscore youth O-R-G. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll be happy to help you guys reach the Colorado ceasefire or answer any questions you have. Um, yeah. And we're, yeah, we're just, like, super grateful to have this mm-hmm. opportunity um, and to be able to, like, work with such a great big organization on this yeah. workshop. Yeah, and shout kind out of... to Colorado Ceasefire. Thank you so much for supporting us through this process. Yeah. Supporting us. There's so many opportunities. So we're just both really grateful for being able to do this. So and yeah. thank you to our listeners for like just wanting to be involved and listening. So yeah, and definitely. And also to everyone who came out to the workshop to support yes. us. We were super That's... grateful for that as well. And yeah, I think it was just a great opportunity. Personal growth, community mm-hmm. growth, hopefully like People who walked out of the workshop felt a little bit more empowered. I know we did. And hopefully you guys feel empowered to make an impact or maybe even host a workshop of your own. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, stay tuned and thank you for listening. Yeah, stay tuned.